Alex Bach is the founder and CEO of Couch.com, an innovative new online platform designed to help match customers with their perfect new couches. Formerly, he was the co-founder and COO of the popular furniture brand Apartment 2B or APT2B.com and bootstrapped the company from startup to acquisition prior to his exit last year. Welcome to the show. All right. Welcome to the show, Alex Back. What's up, man? How are you? Thank Good, you man. for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Um, so going through the intro, the viewers know what your domain is, couch.com. Um, my first question to you, man, is like, why did you decide to exit apartment 2B? Like, what was the decision-making process for you? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Uh, we were we were approached just to level set there. So like we weren't necessarily seeking an exit at that time. Um, our business was doing well. We were growing. We were profitable. Um, and uh, this uh, large retail chain reached out to us and wanted to start a conversation. And we weren't really, again, we weren't looking for it, but we weren't newbies to that conversation because another company had approached us about one year prior. And we started going through, you know, some like light negotiations and just really understanding what we wanted out of this business. It like prompted those questions that maybe a lot of founders don't ask themselves, like, where are we going with this? What do we want our lifestyle to be moving forward? Like, do we want, is this a business that we want to turn into a legacy thing for like our kids? Or do we want to like exit at some point soon? We hadn't really thought about that until the prior year. So we were prepared. Um, and knew that it really wasn't something that we wanted to carry on with us forever. It was incredibly taxing to run a D2C e-commerce furniture business. It's very, very difficult. There are a lot of things to manage. So the idea of getting out and having like it end on a positive note was very, very appealing to us, even maybe more so than the actual dollar amount. It was like having an end high-fiving, feeling like it was a success and being able to kind of move on to something different. Yeah. Now, a, a, an interesting question, dude, is like when companies approach you like this, what is their big motive? Is it just revenue? Is it data? Is it, you know, are they trying to leverage your systems? Are they just trying to leverage a sector? Like what have you seen when companies try to approach you? Like what's their main beneficial point? Yeah, it's interesting. Like back in the day, I used to... um I used to sell mortgages over the phone <laughs> uh, when I was in my early twenties. And um, at that time, like we, we, the one thing that stuck with me is like, we always had to find the five benefits. And if you found, if you harvested five benefits for uh, a homeowner or um, a, a buyer or whatever, then you could, you could close the deal. So yes, there usually needs to be, I think, multiple benefits for a company to acquire another one. In this case, there were two main ones that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about. One was just simply like investing in a company that was on the rise that like could be bought. You know, a lot, we had other competitors in our space that kind of had grown a, a bit bigger than us. And that would be probably out of reach for many potential buyers or suitors. So we are to, to be direct, like we were in a revenue and profitability state that afforded for like a reasonable acquisition versus like a mega, mega one. Okay. Yeah. That's one. The other thing is just, this was a company, a legacy brick and mortar retail chain that really didn't understand the online space. And 
having the foresight on their part to know that like, this is the direction things are going, even though 80% of the commerce and furniture is still done on the brick and mortar level, people start their journeys online. Everybody starts their search for anything online these days. So um, they knew that they had to sort of get younger and nimble. And they had this sort of dual focus of, you know, getting, uh, getting, education for their own operation um, and having some like sort of insider insight into how to run an e-commerce part of their business. And also just to invest in a growing brand that was like doing very well. Dude, I love it. And then now you transition into couch.com. What was the journey behind that? And how did you get that domain? <laughs> Everybody likes to ask me that. Um, well, yes. So the, the story behind that is uh Couch.com was established back in the mid nineties and, um, has never been anything. And there, someone brought it to my attention that it was for sale through a brokerage. And I was like, okay. And I, I went to the website and the price was listed. It wasn't hard to find. I was like, yeah, that's not happening. So and I like sort of tabled the idea. And then I, I don't know, I thought about it a lot. It was on my mind. And I was thinking about like, would this be another opportunity for a direct to consumer play? Because obviously if you're trying to sell couches to people, having couch.com could be a tremendous, uh, tremendously valuable thing in that effort. Um, but I really didn't want to run another direct to consumer furniture business. As I said, it's very, very complicated and it just like took a lot out of my life. So I had this aha moment that it didn't necessarily need to be a direct consumer business. And I can focus on just what I'm really interested in most, which is marketing and selling great furniture without having to fulfill it or provide the service behind it or worry about the supply chain, like all those other things. I didn't have to do those anymore. And side note, this is a much more scalable idea. So the purpose of couch.com is to help customers find where to buy a couch because nobody really knows. So our, our users are customers shopping for couches. Our clients or customers are the retailers of the furniture industry who are like clamoring to find an edge in the online space and just competing so harshly against each other. We want to provide a platform where all the furniture retailers, both online and brick and mortar can advertised to a couch buying audience in one place. So that was my sort of like scalable thing. Wanted to go after the domain. And um, I tried to negotiate, of course, at first, but um, uh, I found out that it was owned and sort of parked for like 20 something years by a very wealthy individual who was part of a two-man team that created the product that became Google AdSense. So he sold it to Google back um, for many, many millions of dollars back in the early 2000s. So price wasn't going to be a negotiating uh, factor here. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, however, you know, I sort of got in touch with this person. We had a direct connection through the broker, set it up for us. And I sort of pitched him my idea. We talked about different structures of like how we can move forward and, you know, hey, do you maybe you want a piece of this business? Like you can help me. He's in the VC community now. So there's a lot of variables that's got actually more interesting for me. Um, and he and I worked out a, an arrangement. I, it's confidential, but we have like a financial arrangement and a business partnership in some ways that worked for both of us. 
That's awesome. So that's how I got it. And now I'm trying to make something special out of it. So now, dude, like helping people find their couch, it, why did you, like, I know it's an affiliate marketing play, but like you're trying to turn this into more of a data company than just, you know, D to C. There are many scalable concepts that come along with this type of a business model. And one of them is, yeah, like having a ton of first party data um, about pe people who are looking for couches in this, in this country yeah. and, um, how we leverage that data in the future. I don't know, but you see, you know, all of these, I mean, between bigger entities like Shopify, just leveraging their shop, mm -hmm. their first party data with Shopify audiences. And it's like the thing that people are doing now, um, to gain an edge in advertising and to just open a new, new revenue channel, um, or business concept within their, but they're in their own sphere. Now, the crazy thing is like the first thing that comes to my head is like running like a quiz funnel. I know this is weird and out of the blue, but it gets my brain churning. Like on the front of the site, if you just had something where they put their like specifications and those keywords would then get thrown to Google with data and then advertisers who are running ads for couches would then be able to hit those as like exact and phrase match keywords. Or you just sell the emails to companies. And then they retarget them through their customer list. Both of those things are great, are great ideas. I don't, I don't think it's any secret what people are searching for. Interestingly, it's quite simple. Um, and I've done obviously a ton of keyword research in the furniture space. It's like people know very little about furniture. So the, the searches are quite basic, but I love your idea. Like, I think that's a great idea. And I actually, actually hadn't thought of that in that specific way, but yeah, I mean, we're going to start um, by, we're going to start every user's journey by getting some information from them, whether they interact with the search bar, it's going to be front and center on the platform that we're building or uh, with the AI powered quiz that we're building right now. So you're spot on there. Like that's the thing. Everybody yeah. buys a couch with like a few, what I'm calling lead variables, whether it's like, I need something today, tomorrow. I need something that's great with kids, with pets, um, I need something that's incredibly comfortable or just like very, very firm. Like there are certain things that are deal breakers for customers. And yet they're forced to like go into the sea of, of options out there on the internet and often get lost and disinterested mm -hmm. because it's so hard to figure out what's actually going to be a good match for you and your specifications as a customer. Yeah. Now the other side too, is that like going from a D to C to now running this, like you don't have to have a massive staff. Is this sort of like, like this is a good play for you. I, and dude, anybody would agree with this, but like you don't need a crazy staff. Like when you're in D to C, you have all the fulfillment, you got customer service, you have all these things going on with this. You don't really need much staff. It's all data. So it's like, you just need developers and then like, you know, people to protect the server. But yeah, I mean, dude, it's a great play. So like, who are you planning on partnering with? Like, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that, but like, are these going to be like big furniture stores that are going to just, you're just looking for them to buy ad advertorials on the site or just you sell the data to them? Um, no, the, the first thing, the, 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 you leveraging our data in the future is something that is just, you know, it's one of these things that's on a roadmap and something to think about. But in the short term, just to you know build this company to a point of scale, we want to partner with a lot of different types of 
retailers. And I think the key is to be successful in my industry is to offer an entry point that's um, reasonable for everyone. So a business that I'm modeling this after is a really, really successful one. It's the Knot. It's a wedding website. It's very, very popular. It's like if anyone's ahead going to a wedding or like having a wedding, you know the Knot. The Knot is genius because it draws people in with content and very helpful tools, education, things about like what to do if your bridesmaids hate their dresses. Um, and they have like uh, great uh, things like a, a checklist, um, wedding planner, inspiration boards, these sort of free tools that bring people into this freemium environment. Um, they have a registry, which is essentially like my marketplace concept for couch.com where they, people are looking for, you know, forks and knives or whatever, like a silverware set. They're looking in the, in the registry there and building it on the knot. Um, and that's affiliate, uh, that's affiliate revenue coming, flowing through mm -hmm. to the knot when people actually buy that stuff. And then on the other side, which I think is incredibly interesting and very relevant to the furniture industry, is that it serves local vendors in a user's given area. If you need a DJ, a caterer, a florist, and you live in Wichita, Kansas, you type in your zip code, it's going to tell you like the top 20 uh, service providers in that region. And the same goes for all of these furniture stores and small regional chains that no one has any idea about them. Um, like where I live in LA, it's a big city. There's tons of furniture stores everywhere that are just like not able to figure out the online, uh, marketing game and having, let's say a $500 a month entry point where they have, um, access to users on couch.com and have their own branded page. That's sort of what I'm going after. And then you can sort of get into the premium thing with the Ashley furnitures of the world, these larger, larger brands. Like, yeah, if you want if we want to do like a weekly dedicated email about Ashley, fantastic. We're open to that too. And we can create sort of these different advertising packages for brands to meet them where they're at. Dude, that's honestly really sick. I, the, 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 this gets my brain churning too, because you're doing a lot of like content based stuff on the site right now, where it's, you know, it's not like a press release thing, but it, it's allowing you to leverage other people's brands to fuel what you're trying to do. Because at the end of the day, like, okay, this is the question I wanted to ask you too, is like, how many visits does that domain get? Like how many visits do you get a day? Not a lot. Not a lot. So, Jeez. okay. So here's, here's the thing. Here, so what I needed to figure out first after acquiring this domain and spending my life savings, uh, the, <laughs> no, what basically what I needed to figure out was, what is the domain itself worth? And that was the question I was asking myself before I took the plunge, because I could, I could get, you know, couchfinder.com or will, you know, my new couch.com I own, it cost me 11 bucks. You know, we, I could build a brand around a different domain. It wasn't, it's not everything, but there's two elements. One, what's the sort of like, what's the organic traffic, like out of the box that it gets? What is how is Google's algo going to rank it and, and use like, how much is it worth to in the organic, like search engine arena? Second thing is what is the X factor of this brand? Like just me saying that I'm, I have couch.com has opened a ton of doors for me as it should. Like we're going to make a very, very cool, uh, a cool content site and marketplace, but the traffic itself is you know, I've been pretty disappointed to be honest with you. And if, if someone was coming to me and saying, Hey, 
should I buy this premium domain? I would say maybe think twice and think about like, is the X factor going to be enough for you to, to feel like you got the value that you were looking for out of it? Because out of the box, yeah, it's like a hundred people a day. It's not a lot. Um, really and who knows if they're looking for coach handbags, like coach.com is just a letter off. You know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very, very tricky. Um, then again, we're rising fairly quickly with our impressions just, and after, you know, doing some pretty basic SEO stuff over the last few months, like we're rising fairly quickly. So maybe faster than if we had couchfinder.com, I'm not sure. So like you're also pushing a lot of SEO campaigns right now, I would assume like a lot of backlinks and blog posts. Is that somewhat of your focus right now too, to build up that, that direct link? You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm on a PR world tour for couch.com and we don't even have the platform really built yet. And the, the function there is um, one, I think I, there's, there's sort of two benefits to me. One is like just backlinks and just getting out there in different places and, and people talking about couch.com is, is, has already helped us, you know, with our, our domain authority. We've already more than doubled it um, over the last month, which is fantastic. Awesome. Um, and the other thing is just like talking to people like you, like it's really helpful. You already gave me an idea or two in this conversation for 10 minutes. And it's, it's really nice to have a reason to talk to people about this business who really understand stuff. Um, I've found that to be very valuable too. Yeah. Cause I have a client who sells batting gloves and he kind of has not the same thing, but like he runs a quiz funnel and then he just automatically redirects you to the listing. And sometimes it's not even his own listing and then he'll collect a check from it. And then what he does is like, we have like 400,000 emails. So then other like Dick sporting goods and all these big companies, they come to him and do, they pay him every month, a hefty amount of money for these emails. And then they, as like Dick sporting goods, the other companies, they use subdomain domains and churn them with cold email to the emails that they bought. So wow. it's an interesting, like, and like, dude, like I, I can't say exact numbers, but like all, all I can say is that it's, he's getting at least six figures a month from multiple companies for these emails and they're paying him. And it's like, I kind of look at it like this. Like if I was going to the site and it's like, you know, how many feet do you have for your couch? Do you want cashmere? Do you want this kind of upholstery? Do you have pets? Um, How big is your family? Cause that's a big part of the couch. Like maybe they care about how many people fit on the couch and then it's, you know, what's your price range? Like, what's your budget? Do you have like, cause some people, man, they buy a couch and they put it on financing. So it's like, do you have the, like, do you want to finance the couch? That's a yes. huge factor. And then all the data just goes to like, you know, peer one imports and all these things. Um, crazy part is, is that I know the holding company that owns peer one. So I could probably put you in touch with peer one imports um, and, and see what like you could do with that. Cause I know the guy who runs the ads for it and I know the holding company owner. Um, that'd be amazing. So like, that's interesting. It's just cool, dude. I think that you have a cool concept and like, I've been thinking about buying paidads.com cause I run ads for companies and it's like, is that really worth it? You know, like would I spend $190,000 on a domain that gets 7,000 visits a day? Like, is that worth it? I don't know. And that's kind of why I was intrigued to have you on and like speak to you because you just bought a domain that to me looks insane, dude. Like when I saw that, I was like, what the hell? And I thought in my head, it's got to be getting at least 5,000 visits a day. 
But then for you to be like, no, it's not, I'm kind of sitting here going, well, like, <laughs> is this thing worth it for me to buy paid ads? Am I getting the right customers? What kind of traffic? What's the demo? And sometimes these companies don't even have data on the demo of the traffic. It's just like this ambiguous number. And that's the one thing that, that really scares me is like, is buying domain so important? Because people talk about it all day long. They're like, yeah, dude, like you should buy advertising.com. Like, dude, it's $3 million for a domain. Is that really worth me spending money on that? Probably not. But then I'm like, maybe it is if I ran events with it because it, it's a different niche. And I'm like, it's tough, dude, because that's one of my plays that I want to make right now. I want to have it like this massive SEO data-based company that has a really cool domain that people fling to. They try to find services and then all the leads come to me. And it's just like a hard decision. So like, I don't know what your advice would be for me. Like, is that something that's smart to do? Or like, what are the determining factors that came to you when you were like, hey, do I really buy this? Like database decisions. Yeah, the database decision aspect is tough because you don't really know very much, especially if it's not an existing business that you're buying. If it's just a domain, you just kind of know what, I mean, you could know as much as like Ahrefs or Rush is going to tell you about that business. And if you don't have a lot of traffic, there's not much to tell. So I think, again, I'm just going to harken back to what I said before about the X factor. So I have um, a colleague of mine, he uh, has honeymoons.com. And he is doing really well. And part of that reason he explained to me is like he used to run other honeymoon related content sites, but now having honeymoons.com has gotten him in the door of these like larger resort chains. And like it has, it has paid dividends or will pay dividends in fold because he, the X factor is, is something that he really thinks is very valuable. So I don't know, paidads.com. I mean, it depends who your customer is, you know, like for us um, serving, you know, these retailers in the furniture industry, you know, they're, a lot of them are super old school. And I think like there's a competitor, there's furniture.com right now sort of going after people, right? Um, at the same time, just doing it a little bit differently. And uh, I think just getting in the door of these, you know, of the furniture retailers is what's going to be the thing for me that couch makes couch.com the X factor really valuable because it feels like it's something that's always worth the conversation versus if it was like, you know, couchfinder.us or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course, man. And, you know, just to kind of wrap up here, do I appreciate having you on? Um, where can they follow you? Yeah. So, I think my LinkedIn's the best place for like the, you know, for your listeners and like business related client, uh, business related uh, colleagues and contacts. Um, I'm a very communicative person. So my email is alex at couch.com. Not that difficult. So if anyone has any ideas or opportunities or just wants to shoot the breeze, like I'm very open to, to all of that. Um, and on my LinkedIn, you know, I've been doing a number of podcasts. A lot of them are business focused like this or marketing mm -hmm. advertising focused. And I've been posting them all there. So I think like that's a good place to kind of, I don't know, see more about me. Awesome. And then if there's one thing that the audience could help you with right now, like what would it be as far as connections, relationships, or, you know, certain companies you want to be in touch with whoever's listening. Yeah. I think where I'm super focused right now is, um, out of the box SEO and content strategies that have 
really, really worked. I mean, I'm listening to everything I can possibly listen to and read um, about this just to see, like, does anybody know something that I don't? Um, because, yeah, we're sort of, you know, taking a number of different approaches to growing and scaling this. But yeah, if anybody has an exper experience like leveraging um, a domain name of this caliber to to bolster an SEO strategy. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm interested to hear if anybody's feedback or advice. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the show and we will talk with you soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.